This episode is brought to you by Eastern Bank, the largest commercial bank headquartered in Massachusetts, with more than two centuries of service to the various communities it serves. Eastern supports investing in people and places that are poised to make a difference, doing good things to help people prosper. To learn more about Eastern Bank, please visit easternbank.com. That's easternbank.com. Hi, I'm Juliet Mayers. Welcome to Entering the Inspiration Zone with Juliet Mayers, a podcast for business professionals and entrepreneurs seeking positive connection and professional development. As an accomplished author, speaker, DEI strategist, and member of Forbes Coaches Council, I am living the dream and I love helping others achieve their dreams. Each episode, I will share with you actionable steps that you can take to build the work and life you've imagined. Welcome. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the power of the pause. Let me say I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, nor do I play one on TV. However, I do want to take this opportunity to talk about a technique that I have personally found to be effective both for myself and for many of my coaching clients that allows us the opportunity to become more confident and more effective communicators and also more inclusive leaders. First, let me define pause, although I think everybody knows what it is, but just to be clear, we're talking about when you take an opportunity to interrupt an action or a speech briefly, temporary stop to an interaction. And what I've learned in my 30 plus years of leadership experience is that we are all worthy, people who want to be appreciated, we want to be understood, we want to be celebrated, and we want to be valued for our contribution. In the business context, oftentimes effectiveness and success is viewed as being very, very busy, acting very quickly, responding to urgent matters immediately, having sustained effort over a long period of time. And so it's interesting. I looked on Indeed.com, which is a very widely used career site. I did a search on, you know, what are some of the top success metrics that organizations have? KPIs, right? Shorthand for the key performance indicators that companies look at. And they are break-even point, monthly recurring revenue, lead conversion, ROI and ROAs, consumer experience, and employee satisfaction. And I thought to myself, wow, wouldn't it be interesting if we flip that around and have employee satisfaction and engagement at the top. The number one KPI for businesses. That could be one of the reasons that we're seeing the shifting 
workplace dynamics that we're seeing. But we're not here to, to analyze that right now. That's a conversation for another day. But what I do want to talk about is and acknowledge the impact of employee engagement and satisfaction on overall business results. And we as leaders have an opportunity every single day to affect that engagement, to affect how people feel about their jobs and and how we influence outcomes. Talk about how the simple act of pausing can contribute positively to changing the dynamic of making people feel more engaged, more heard, more understood, et cetera. And I'm going to talk about it from two perspectives. One, the team dynamic, and also individual meaning, let's say it's a peer-to-peer talking or a one-on-one conversation. And so first I want to start with the team dynamic. Building in a pause into a meeting because all of us have meetings, right? We're in meetings constantly. So oftentimes the meeting dynamic as an example, because it's something we we all can relate to. So how can we use this simple act of pausing to contribute to employee satisfaction in the workplace and help individuals get unstuck? Here are a few actionable strategies. The first is for a meeting example, because all of us are in meetings quite a bit, right? Probably more than you want to. And also an example of an interaction that's one-on-one. So how can you leverage this technique to address that? So building in a pause into a meeting might look like this, right? You have an agenda. Oftentimes our agendas are way overpacked. We have way too many things on the agenda, quite frankly. But let's um, assume that it's your typical weekly meeting on your agenda. You have everybody reporting in on what it is that they have contributed for the week, project updates, that kind of thing. And so this team dynamic, particularly now that many teams are working remotely or have some form of a hybrid situation, this is a perfect opportunity to use this technique. And the first is one simple thing that you can do is at the beginning of your meetings, take a few minutes to check in with people, simply to have them share, giving them an opportunity to be seen and heard, even if it's briefly. Now you may be saying, well, of course I see them. We're we're in these meetings all the time. But I'm talking about from a different perspective, from the human dynamic perspective. What tends to happen in meetings is we jump right into the agenda. This person gives their update, that update, et cetera, et cetera. And there's quite frankly, an impatience taking time to hear about what might be happening with the individual, taking time to acknowledge or recognize an award, a contribution, a special Thing that may be happening in a person's life. While that may seem small or insignificant in the face of the agenda, which may have lots of problems to be solved, by simply pausing and allowing people space and time to be seen and heard, 
makes a huge, huge, huge difference. What it signals is by simply doing this, you're saying, you see me, you care, and you value my contribution. Those are all very, very important things that help employees feel connected and feel engaged. It doesn't take a lot of time. Now, if you are a larger team and you may be thinking, well, that might eat up my whole meeting, you can use the same technique and spread it out over time. You may set the expectation that when we come together, I really want to hear how people are doing in addition to the report outs. I really do want to hear how people are doing. I want to hear what thing that you may be proud of that may have happened in your life. Simple things like that are very, very important, particularly now. And for younger workers who may not even have stepped foot, some still have not returned to the workplace, quote unquote, the physical workplace fully, that is very, very important that they feel seen, heard, and have an opportunity to connect with the team. Take the time to, to do this one simple thing when you're leading teams. Another example of how the pause can play out for one-on-one -on -one in a one-on-one -on -one situation. Every single one of us has experienced a conversation or a situation that we feel kind of went off the rails, right? <laughs> Didn't quite go exactly how we had hoped it would and may not have been the most positive interaction, may not have moved us towards our ultimate goal. This can play out, could be a unique situation or it could be a re recurring theme. And if it is a recurring theme, we, we, we do have a real problem, right? One of the ways in which we can use this simple pause in moments like this is to first acknowledge the fact that when we are in situations we have not had a positive interaction or we feel like we're not being heard, it can bring up feelings of sometimes we may feel attacked, misunderstood, frustrated by the interaction. We may feel invisible, overlooked, excluded, talked over. And you can fill in the blanks on other ways in which you may feel. It's really important, one, that we acknowledge these instances and also plan for disrupting them. So let's say you're in a situation where you're meeting with a colleague and you totally disagree their initial contribution to the meeting. Let's say you're talking about a project, about the direction you think you should go. Whatever it is that they offered kind of triggered you in a way that this person needs to know my expertise, what I bring to the table, and why my point of view is correct and why theirs is not. This is another classic example of how we can hit the pause button. And so before you get to that point, while it's still in that, okay, I'm thinking about what I'm going to get out, what I'm going to say, right? Pause. Pause and ask yourself a couple of key questions. One, is what I'm about to say going to help? Is it going to hurt? Is it going to derail the situation? Secondly, before you respond, stop and ask yourself, 
is what I'm about to say going to help? Is it going to hurt? Or is it going to derail the conversation? Will it move us towards a successful outcome and towards our end goals? And if the answer is no, it's not, or may not likely do so, because I just need to tell this person about themselves or why their idea is not a good one, does it have to be said? Instead, you could pause and express genuine interest in what the person has just said and simply say something like, tell me more. Why do you think that approach will work? And by doing so, you are giving yourself one an opportunity to breathe, an opportunity to acknowledge why this event or why what was said was triggering for you, and an opportunity to give your colleague space and time to be heard. By doing so, what you may find is that you may end up in the same place, who knows? However, you are more likely to learn some new information or new ideas if you really open your mind to what your colleague has expanded upon. In doing this, you're more likely to also have a colleague who is now feeling respected, feeling heard, and feeling like their contributions matter. And so this whole technique of pausing is also about respect. It's about acknowledging each other. And it's about trying to put our conversations on a different trajectory than they otherwise may be if we allow ourselves to get into that space of sticking to our guns or having to prove that our education, our knowledge, our idea is better than the other. The same technique really applies to our personal lives, right? Because I'm sure each of us can think of a time in our personal lives when a simple pause reflecting and asking ourselves that those questions might have led to a different outcome. So to summarize, so we can use with our teams to prioritize people in meetings, to make sure that they feel seen, heard, and appreciated. And that can be integrated into our agenda, ideally at the beginning, and become a norm for our teams and how they operate. The second instance that I shared where we can use that pause is to engage constructively with our colleagues and with our peers by asking ourselves the questions. Will what I am about to say help, hurt, or derail the conversation? Will it move us towards our end goal in a productive way? We can also ask questions by allowing our colleagues to be thoroughly heard and to share their perspectives. And we can be open to learning more, which is an outcome that would be better for all of us. So I hope these tips will help to arm you with some techniques that you can use to integrate into leading more inclusively 
and to having better conversations in the workplace. Thank you for joining us on Entering the Inspiration Zone. Until next time, we would love to hear from you. So if you'd like to join our mailing list, please send an email to info at inspirationzonellc.com. That's info at inspirationzonellc.com. And be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Thank you and have a fabulous day.